So, Sean, do you think in Kaldheim you're going to be more of like a snow drafter or are you going to be like a boast drafter or more of a foretell mage? Hi. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of... Um... Let's draft with uh, Magic Arena Drafting Club. This is LTF uh, coming to you from Purple Elf Productions. Wow. If you want to hear our other podcasts, we have uh, more punk than me. You know, uh, Br Jason Branton, who uh, you know, Sean, yeah, we used to play I music did. with Branton on a four track. Yep. yep. He, play he played guitar, you played guitar, and I, I sang like Eddie Vedder, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spastic Rockets was the only song that we ever wrote together. That was not the name of the song, but thank you very mm -hmm. much. And he You're told welcome. me that he's been listening to LTF. He calls it LTR. And he said that it makes him go to sleep. He says he can listen to it. And after about two good minutes, he's out like a light. And he's very thankful that this is in his life now. He has an easy way to go to sleep. Well, Jason, I want to, at this point, then start to take you down deeper <laughs> into a nice, relaxing close your eyes everything's drifting away you feel like a sea turtle floating through the ocean slowly eating kelp and making sure that your babies have lived a very happy healthy life oh All charm on your specter breaks you've been hit for 106 damage you've been hit for 106 damage uh, okay now we're gonna jump in here i was waiting for this i was waiting for this so today i Welcome to uh, Forever Quest. Yeah. First of all, hi. It's a it's a pleasure to be here with you again. Um, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Actually, there's a lot of fun stuff to, to talk about today. And it's only been like three days. It's only been a few days. But we've gotten in a ton of sessions because I've been excited for both of us to hit 46, and we just really started getting close. So we've been playing like at least once a day, a couple times, twice a day for the past four days in a row, maybe. Yeah. So. Um, let me just start off by saying I, I finished up the coin quest to get Tashania spell. And when I did that, I actually caught up in EXP to where Jeff was at. But then, <laughs> oh, okay, I know where this is yeah. going. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then, going. so what happened is that I told him I was, that was my mistake. I was like, hey, I think I might actually be even with you now as far as EXP is concerned. Mm -hmm. He's like, great. Let's get a full group going. Which Sean let's, hates. Let's Sean wants in. it to be me and him every time. No groupage. Let's go in over our heads over here into this hardest place in, in this du this dungeon. Arena. And then we went to let's arena. make sure that we quad get our pet to quad hit with a two-handed <laughs> weapon. Hold on. And oh, back up right there. What did we learn? What do you give yeah. a pet? Haste. No, 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 no. Come on. What did we learn? What oh. did Corpse Dad? I always call him Corpse Dad. Corpse Dad taught us what to give a pet yeah. to make it always kick people and stuff like that. Right. So besides all, all those things things yeah now what we learned is you give them a torch and then you can give them any weapon and or you know preferably a two-hander and then they'll quad hit but um, you don't even need to give them a weapon as long it seems like giving i still don't understand how this works but giving a charmed pet a torch is a good thing it makes yeah. them attack more it, yeah it makes them it, there's an there's a chance that they'll only hit twice or four times per turn it makes them hit four times per turn yep and sorry, you were going on about how I'm not a very good uh, person to play this game with. Please continue. Oh, no. No, I wasn't saying that at all. Um, I quite the opposite. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that that's that's what we learned from that experience. We, I died a bunch, probably well, no, he, four or five times. I think no, what we, don't we need to go. Is, no, what we learned is clear, and you haven't even really put a pin in it. What we learned oh. is that the pet you charm 
mm-hmm. is, is basically crucial to our overall success. If we're trying to charm a pet that breaks every 45 seconds, it's going to mm-hmm. be death city. But if we find a pet that holds for an average of four minutes, then that's when everything's working great, you know, probably even longer than four minutes a lot of times. And so we basically yeah. pushed the pet limit by going up to arena. We stopped pulling shadows and we started pulling, was it specters? I don't even remember what it was. Oh, uh, they're uh, phantoms phantoms and it was just it was just too much because not only would it break more often but when it did break it would just i can't stun it that quick sean the thing would hit you i i yeah yeah it happened so fast well the thing was we had two clerics and a druid in our group it was weird how we couldn't somehow manage to keep but anyway what was happening was we made a mistake with that cleric by the way as soon as the cleric joined the group i said you can be battle cleric i got heals covered later on we changed our mind and said we need you to heal it didn't matter at that point. If you tell a cleric they can be a battle cleric, you know he was in there swinging his blunt, oh, yeah. getting like ding one-handed blunt, ding one-handed blunt yep. better. Oh, and he's I know. like, "This is I awesome! Know. I never get to melee." And so he yes. would. Once we told him you can melee, he even once we said, "Can you please start healing again?" He's like, "Nope, I'm going to keep banishing undead and meleeing." <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. Yeah, the other thing that um, Mayor Goth came back and reminded us, thankfully, on our Discord. Uh, thank you, Mayor Goth, for telling us that too. Um, that. You don't haste your pet and you know, just don't need to you don't need to and he's right because really what you're doing is they just they just beat each other down and you know it takes a little one more second to invis yourself kill your pet you get the exp and then you just repeat the cycle or in his case he said just take the new take the new thing which makes perfect sense yes and so now you mentioned discord uh we do have a discord now and it's starting to uh, get a little bit of activity. Everybody who's a patron gets invited. And I have some messages I got to read to you here, Sean. But first of all, this is going to be the uh, regular time of the podcast where I pressure and shame Sean into getting on dis- Discord more. If you do not know from our past podcast, Sean does not get onto social medias except for to lurk every once in a while and see what everybody else has to say. So here, I'll just go ahead and cut you off and just go ahead and oh, make it. Make an, I'll make here an agreement go. with you right now, right, right here for everybody. Every time we get on in the morning session where it's us, I'll, I'll, would you just do it on Discord? You'll do it on, okay, so you'll be on Discord. But then, so if you see people are talking in our private Discord, that's when you'll say, are you saying that's when you'll like say hi every once in a while? Uh, you mean other t- at other times? We, you're talking about voice Discord right mm-hmm. now. I'm talking about the chat because we have our ah. chat Discord where people are talking. And I here, let me just give you an example. Um, here we go. This is what uh, Creamy Oats has to say. So on one of your podcast episodes, uh, one of you said you were stressed handing in quests, worried uh, that you would do the hand in wrong and lose the items you spent hours farming. I believe that was you, Sean? Yep, yep, yep. Well, guess who forgot to hit combine on a quest bag before turning it in and lost hours worth of farming? <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, that sucks. One thing I've always done with my charm pet is to always have feedback damage shield up on them. It never, I never heard you guys mention it. It's lowish level. I think it's only 11 damage per hit. It's pretty low mana and it really adds up. So this is the type of info. We got more stuff here. On oh, listening to uh, you two uh, guys, you just hit 45, started in City of Mist. Just my two cents. I love the whole mid uh, to late 40s. I can't remember exactly what level I did it, uh, but charming a big rock golem in the hole is crazy good damage uh, because the other elementals are made of paper. Um, then he go- he also goes on to say here that he, uh, this is Creamy Oats again, talks about how he leveled a bunch of characters up to 75, a cleric, a chanter, and a monk. Um, 
but never learned about the clicky thing that Mayor Goth told us about. So he yeah. said that, that, you know, there's maybe more noobs out there than, than we know. Maybe a lot of people had no idea about that clicky thing Goth taught us. Yeah, I think I think there's that's just even more Mayor Goth. You got to come back on. You got you know, you don't have to, but um, we would like it if you did. And he barely even played EQ one. He's been playing I for know. like four or five months and he's already got all this stuff. He's already maxed. You know, they say min maxers. Now I understand what that term means. Just people who want to learn every little edge, you know. Yes, indeedy. All right, so that's the other reason you got to get onto Discord is to is to chat with the community as well because we're starting to build a little community in there, Sean. Okay, all right. Okay, I guess so. What else do we want to talk about? You know, we got a ton of different stuff to get to today. What's There's tea, a ton. Tee something ton. up. Tee it up. Well, you know, so back to City of Mist. The loot has been good. I didn't know this that the monk staff drops in there. We we saw that yesterday. Woos. Oh. Woo's something staff? Fight Woo's fighting It looks uh instead of a big uh, wooden looking staff, it looks like a big metal staff. Yeah, grayish color. Every monk wants one. Anytime you're fighting in City of Mist and uh you pull a monster and it has a weapon, it's it's always a little exciting because it's always some type of magical weapon and there's a bunch in there. There's like ten or something. There's a lot of different ones. Yeah, it's it's definitely fun. Uh, it's definitely fun. But the the people that we've been playing with corpse like you said we've been playing with him a lot and then we we met uh, somebody new today that was super fun to play with and, and actually convinced us to jump on discord so so we did and and had a, a really interesting conversation hopefully we'll, we'll get them on in the future and hopefully they become a listener uh but that, i thought that was great yeah it was a guy who was from atlanta who now lives in japan who uh played eq for a while played wow for a while now he's back on eq playing this monk he was really fun to talk to. I asked him a ton of questions about Japan. You know, you got him to defend uh, Atlanta hip hop a little bit. He said he could tell that you were messing with him a little bit because you were like, yeah. "What about you?" are like, "What about New York hip hop?" Yeah. Well, I asked him about Tribe Called Quest, and he's like, "Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I checked him out. I don't want to speak. I don't want to put words in his mouth." But he's like, "You know, that that's not Atlanta hip hop. That's you know." And I started laughing. I said, "Yeah, okay, I got it." I, and. You know, uh, the uh, the cool thing about EverQuest is listening to other podcasts that talk about EverQuest, one person said it's so different than every other MMO because what it really is is a glorified chat room. Right. And ever since I heard them say that, it's really had me looking at EverQuest differently. The grind is so slow and so hard in EverQuest and just so monotonous at times. You, you just do, do talk to people. And today we just met this dude from Japan who was there from Atlanta. And I really am starting to focus in on this. Is I know some people say lore is the reason they love EverQuest. I think this is the reason I love EverQuest. And it's why I came back to it during a pandemic because it's a way to have a community. Yeah, so there's also this idea floating in my head now too that every once in a while we could actually record the Discord and uh, use that as a potential episode as well. Yeah, for sure. Because that, that was fun talking to him. It was, it was. I mean, we'd have to make sure the person was okay with it, but we could just be do it. We could do that every once in a while. Like, oh, hey, good morning. You want to be on our podcast? Okay, here you go. Now, tell me, were you just enjoying our conversation so much? Because as usual, I was doing most of the talking because at one point your charm broke and me and him were deep in a convo and you didn't say a word and you just died. Normally you would say something. Normally you would say, I'm going to die. I've talked to you about this. And I said, that doesn't instill confidence in me. How about instead of saying, I'm going to die, you say, can I get a heal or my pet broke? And you agreed to stop saying, I'm going to die and start saying, can I get a heal? But this time you were just silent until you fell. And even afterwards, you didn't even say I'm dead. Was it the conversation was that good? Um, 
so I have a really weird thing that I, um, I don't, I hate cutting people off in conversation and, um, yeah, I mean, that's stupid to say if we're on Discord playing a game and that I'm dying and all that stuff. But yeah, to be honest with you, that's just what it was. I just have a hard time doing it. Yeah, I also have a really hard time cutting people off, Sean, in conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, yeah. but some people look the other the truth of the matter is some some people are talkers, right? Some people are listeners. And um, I think I fall into the listener category unless you get me fired up. And then I'm probably one of the most annoying talkers you'll ever come across. I don't like uh, I don't like using those two words to describe those two archetypes. But we'll get back to that another day. By the way, what archetype is a monk? If a chanter is a control freak and a cleric is a uh, is a hero complex because they think they can save the day with their complete heal when somebody's at two percent, be like, I meant to do that. Then what's a monk? Good question. We'll need to contemplate that. Maybe we'll ask our listeners to pitch in on that one. I think it has something to do with the fact that a monk can actually hit a mob more than anybody else. They do like the fast do, 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 do. And maybe there's something to that, that fast tactile interaction, you know? Rapidity. Rapidity. Or being just fast and nimble and I don't know, and like um, elusive almost because they have the feigned death and everything. Deft. Deft. So, um, yeah, so we, we are also thinking about characters and uh, what to do next because we are thinking about making a, a, a tri trio, a trio, mm -hmm. because uh, my son, who just yeah. turned 13, may start playing. And we might start, what well, suggestions, please. We're thinking, for once, Sean's going to be the healer. We've never tried this. Sean's going to be a Shami. I'm going to be a tank, which I never do. I'm going to be a SK. And uh, my son, we're thinking, is going to be a wizard because we want to start him off with an easier class that still has some really good group utility. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, th I think SK, uh, Shami, Necromancer would be the best, but I don't, I don't know if putting him on a pet class is a smart thing to do. Yeah, I don't know. I, Wizard would be pretty easy class to start, I think, other than us trying to be like, don't bomb it when, when it's at 80%. It's going to keep coming at you. <laughs> well, and he might want to play a rogue, too, because they're they're more active, right? They do, you're True. doing stuff. You and know? with a Shadow Knight, that could work out pretty well, huh? Yeah, that could be good, too. Okay. What well, else? We got a bunch of stuff to talk about here. We We dinged, right? We finally got out of hell. Well, yeah, and that, of course, that that's where actually the story was leading before when I got to the place where we were even in EXP and then all of a sudden we weren't anymore because I had died three or four times. Um, but then, so you dinged last night and then we got up early this morning and I dinged. So yeah, we both made it and we're above in. I'm at least, I'm above into 65 now, which feels really, really I'm over good. halfway through 65 or through 46 already. <laughs> and that also means, that makes me want to throw up a little bit. Um, that also means that um, it's time to raid. Yeah. And I mean, we're going to we're going to start to have conversations about what that was like. Right. And so we're going to be checking out the venerate uh, raid calendar here in a probably later today to see when the next fear or hate raid is that we can dedicate time to because normally Sean and I only play for like hour and a half per sesh, I'd say is our average, maybe hour 45. Um, but you know, I'm guessing a raid might be something we're committing some time to we're going to want to make sure we got maybe like four or five hours, I'm guessing. Uh, and so we're going to check out the calendar and see when we can do that. 
Yeah, stone stone portals or stone shield and stone stone. If you're listening, would you let us know actually, or anybody listening from Vinaret? Well, I mean, we can go person? on to we can go on oh. to Discord and they have the they got, schedules. They got people right there. Oh, that's true. We can check it. <laughs> Just send us a little. Hey, what up? Plus, we don't even know like where to go. If they're like, there's a plane of Sky Raid or a plane of Fear, we're gonna be like, okay, so do we find a wizard? Do we go to? Well, like, where do you go? You know, I don't. I just don't know. But we have to figure this stuff out. Yeah, my guess is one of the major cities has somebody that ports us up. We'll, we'll figure it out. All right, so yeah. there, that's going on. We finally dinged. That was awesome. We're going to start ripping through levels. I think that 45 was a triple hell level because after I dinged into 46, it's like I gained three quarters of the of a bub in the same time it took you to gain a quarter of a bub. 45 yeah. was really rough, man. Oh, it was disgusting. So we're it done was with gross. That. Done. We're moving on. We're ready. I'm super excited about raiding and just doing the, that. Sounds really fun. Getting raid gear potentially sounds super fun. I know yeah. that it takes time to make it happen, but hopefully there aren't any other enchanters on the raid and once <laughs> once it and blah blah just, blah. For anybody out there who doesn't know how raiding usually works, is most guilds put together a system where like every hour of raiding you put in, you get like a point. And then you get to spend those points on gear later. And a lot of places will do this weird system where you can bid on stuff, but it's blind. You don't know what everybody else is building and bidding. It's not just points. They use a second tiering system called like need, want, you know, Uber, trash. It's hard to explain, but uh, basically the amount of time you put into rating is what you get out in gear. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, we got to talk about uh, patrons, Sean. Okay, I'm ready. That's some super exciting stuff. And yeah, once again, a lot of people hitting us up when we're playing and it's super fun and I like it and thank you. And yeah, again, I'm sorry if I don't respond right away or if sometimes I don't respond at all. It's not because I don't want to. So the reason we're recording so soon, we've been recording a lot lately, is uh, like I said in the last episode, new patrons just gets us excited to record more. It just, you know, it's like a, this feedback loop where... It lets us know that people out there care and that then makes us kind of excited to put out more stuff. So since our last episode, uh, we had gotten two more patrons. So this morning when I logged on with Sean, I said, hey, I know we just recorded the other day, but uh, if we get another patron, if we get a third one, we just got to record. And so while we were playing, we got a third one. So thank you very much to Byron, Mike, and Les. Uh, Sean, how would you pronounce L-A-S-S-E? Mm. I don't think it's Lassie. I think it's more of a Lass. I don't think it's Lace either. It could be Lace. You think it's Lace maybe? Lace it would be. be. That'd be cool. That's, that would sound cool. Well, normally the E would make the A long, but the double S. That's a cool. I like it either way. All right. So um, thank you very much, uh, new patrons. And that's honestly the reason where we decided to record it today. Byron, you put us put us over the limit. We're like, that's three. We, we just got to do it. What uh, if it's so, Lasse? I think that's pretty cool too. I I think it's just Las. Okay. Or Los even. Maybe it maybe it even comes across like a slightly different sound, maybe a little longer O sound. Maybe it's just because I'm from Minnesota. Laos. Laos. Okay. I um, like it. So thank you very much, everybody. I'll get a um I'll get you the link to Hidden Door at uh, purpleelfproductions.com, which has our bonus episodes. We will be recording a bonus episode on City of Mist once we discover the whole zone. We got a ways to go still. Um, and then some other very exciting news here. So uh, you know, we had on Mayor Goth and we had on 
uh, Zaid God. Mm -hmm. And I think honestly, having them on gave us another boost in, uh, in listeners because I've been seeing the metrics uh, pop up a little bit. So I really appreciate that feedback loop. And uh, just for everybody listening here, if none of you use Twitch and just aren't very familiar with it, but you do have an Amazon prime account, I, uh, please go onto a website called Twitch. It's owned by Amazon. Log into Twitch using your Amazon Prime account. Uh, you can now watch people stream video games. And these days people use Twitch for even more than that. There's like bands playing on Twitch and there's like people doing arts and crafts on Twitch. But um, you go on and you find your favorite streamer. So I encourage you to find either Zaidgod, Z-A-I-D-E-G-O-D or Mayor Goth, M-A-E-R-G-O-T-H. And hit the subscribe button. It's going to give you a couple options. One is like subscribe for four or five bucks a month. Uh, one is subscribe for free because you're a Prime member. Please do that. It costs you nothing. It gives them money. Uh, basically, it, it has Amazon give them money that costs you nothing. Please do it. Yeah, it's easy. It's really simple. And it's very good for them. Go do it. Yep. And it doesn't repeat automatically a month after you do that, you'll basically you get another, yep. You'll get another prime subscription. Then you can give it to somebody else if you want, you know, yeah, and just bounce it back and forth. Yeah. Move it around. Um, so, uh, thank you very much for having them on, but, uh, Zade God, while he was on, was talking about the original D and D campaign that created EverQuest, which I was shocked by. And you're like, Oh, makes sense. Yeah, it does. It makes perfect sense. I figured that was, is what happened. I didn't, but it makes perfect sense. They were probably bored of uh, Keep on the Borderlands and Attack of well, the Hill Giants it, it, and decided to make their own campaign. It's how Magic the Gathering started, too. I mean, it's just, it's it makes sense. So then does that all lead back to Tolkien? Was it really Tolkien who was like, I'm going to create um, basically Northern European lore and it, everything has spawned from there? I, I am not a good person to ask that question to. I think it, I think people would argue that it, there's other people before that, but maybe, maybe that's a good place to start. All right. So anyway, along this path somewhere, as all these cool games and awesome things are being created, there's this uh, guy named uh, Tony Garcia, who apparently was part of a D&D campaign where they created their own deal. And uh, somehow it got turned into a game called EverQuest, their D&D campaign, their idea of the lore and all of this. And Tony Garcia is, so the head of the Freeport Militia, the sergeant or whatever, mm -hmm. is based on this real life person named Tony Garcia, who I've reached out to and he has gotten back to me. So I am asking all of our listeners to please help me. Tony has said he will be on the podcast, but I've also heard that he is a little difficult to pin down, that he has committed to other people before and um, sometimes is, has, is he's a busy guy. Uh, I want to encourage everybody to uh, follow Tony Garcia on Instagram. It's irontoe68, I-R-O-N-T-O-E-68. First of all, just because it's a cool Instagram account, this dude has uh, strength, this dude rolled strength 18 um, and he rolled hair 18 uh, on his character. Uh, That's charisma probably. Yeah, yeah. he has charisma 18 and strength 18 for sure. Uh, really cool Instagram account and please follow him and maybe just leave a comment, you know, on one of his posts and say, Hey, I heard you're thinking about being on forever quest. That would be awesome. I mean, he must have a high INT too. If he, if he helped create the, um, the original history of EverQuest. Yes. So again, that's 
Iron Toe, I-R-O-N-T-O-E 68. Please follow him and say it would be awesome if you were on Forever Quest. Obviously, be super nice and cool to him. We don't want to scare him off. Yeah, that's that's okay. Um, I, I think that's interesting. We'll see if he... We'll see if he comes. He said he was going to. I think he will. I think he will. I think, I think it'll be fun. I'm excited about it. Um, and we we potentially have some other people lined up too. Just some some regular folks we've met that that said they might want to do it as well. So that that will be interesting. So um, so stuff like this. It, the, Tony Garcia really fascinates me as a person. I really really want to have him on just because I'm personally fascinated with quote unquote ordinary or regular people. And when I say that, it's to imply that anybody can do this, do these creative moments throughout their life that you never know what they're going to turn into, mm-hmm. you know? And I just think it's really cool that he was doing a D and D campaign with his friends and the creativity in just this thing that was a community between him as him and his friends has turned into, think about what it's turned into yeah, ever, yeah. ever quest begat world of Warcraft, right? Yeah. You could argue that, Tony Garcia created World of Warcraft. I know he didn't do it individually, but that's how these butterfly effects work. And so I'm very fascinated by this. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I I wonder if he, if, you know, monetarily, if it was ever effective for him that way. And also like, I mean, there's a ton of questions I want to ask. Did you ever write a book? Why, why did you ever consider writing another module? Was it a failure? You know, there's a ton of things I would love to, to ask. Well, and I'll tell you, it, I don't know if he turned it into monetary success, but looking at his Instagram account, I think he's doing just fine. He's got some sweet looking cars. He's always got some sweet looking clothes on that he's all swolled out in. This dude is ripped, man. This is like, this is the Incredible Hulk. I'm not talking about like a guy who goes to the gym every once in a while. This dude is, jeez. I'm looking at yeah, it right now. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but um I'm interested. I'm interested to know. I just even if he did, I'd just be interested to know how he did it. Right? That right. that's a that's a super powerful thing to be able to understand. Yeah, seems like a really interesting dude. I hope we're able to have him on. Yeah, me too. Me too. That'd be cool. And then we could still find out: Does he play EverQuest? Does does he ever <laughs> want to go back? If he did, what what character would he play? Would he play himself? Does he ever? Did he ever kill himself? <laughs> right? There's a lot of questions I have. <laughs> If he did, was he mad? Did he feel bad about it afterwards? Did the faction hit hurt more? Yeah, I don't know. That's got to be a weird one. All right, really quick, Sean, before we get going here, um, we're, we finally are out of hell level. We can finally raid as long as we get a little bit of a buffer. The question is, are you ready to stay in City of Mist for several more levels so we can do a, a bonus episode on it, or are you getting sick of it now? I'm actually not bored of it. Um if we had both got our spells, like our 52 spells, and you got the hammer that you wanted and, you know, all that stuff, that'd be maybe more close. But there's still a few things we need to do, including going around the top area, jumping up on that stupid thing. <laughs> all right. And so I got, we got to do that. Stone portals, you're going to have to come back in there with us and show us exactly <laughs> where to stand and exactly where to point when we jump. Because I swear dwarves can't jump as far, even though we get that barrel roll. I couldn't quite get there. I don't, I don't think so. I think, <laughs> I think everybody jumps the same. All right. Bye, everybody. Uh, it was nice seeing you all again. But um, yeah, have a, have a bye-bye. <laughs>